0: Listen to her from her I'm listening to hair round
1: from here on, I'm listening hair round, there wrong, I'm listening hair on, from here around, I'm listening, hair round, birds of a
0: Hello, hello, and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Cree Robertson, alongside our stomach extraordinaire, Rico G.
1: What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing?
0: And we've returned to the studio for episode 330. Welcome back,
1: everyone. Yeah, what's going on?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, I want to continue on with some of that listener appreciation. I want to shout out some of our female listeners because, you know, we have a very heavily male audience, but definitely we get some love from from the women out there. So shout out to, like, Crystal and Saha. In Carolina and all the, you know, the ladies that hold us down, you know, spread the word, yo, tell your homegirls, yo, you got two <laughs> niggas on here who ain't crazy. <laughs> but yeah, yo. Appreciate y'all. Absolutely, absolutely. So what you going get into this weekend?
1: Uh, so this weekend I caught this uh, Korean action sci-fi movie called Alienoid. Oh. And it was actually pretty cool. Um, It's... It, Okay, this,
0: it's, it's all CG.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the aliens are definitely all CG a lot for sure. Of but, CG. but it's heavily also, but there's also a, a ton of live action to it because it takes place both in modern day and also in the past. Mm. So when when the aliens are in their suits and they're fighting, there is a lot of CG, but when they also go back in the past and there's a lot less of it, except with the tentacles, the CG tentacles. The aliens still have that got to have that. <laughs> but to give it to contextualize it for people a little bit, it's um it's about this Alien watchdog. He's like a. He's basically a guard. And these aliens are so advanced that they figured out how to imprison their prisoners inside human bodies, and oh. so and basically keep them so far away from their own um, like a, a solar system, their own planet, that they they essentially never be able to get back. And when the human dies, they're gone forever. So um, mm-hmm. that's. That's who the 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 main lead guy is. I don't remember his name. Do
0: they say why they don't just execute them?
1: Uh it's because their 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 race is like not I guess that's not easy, I suppose.
0: Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. I'll accept it. That's hey listen, the, it's aliens and time travel. Yeah, I'm, they're, they're pretty
1: <laughs> And um also it they they've been like destroying the planet and that's another reason why they're bringing them all the way to our solar system to bury them in humans. But something goes wrong and there is a basically the aliens that are being sent here they're not with that shit so they're they're planning a rebellion and the laid dude they the the leader of the rebellion is like buried in someone and so the the aliens comes to Get him back essentially to free him to start the revolution type shit. But then that goes wrong.
0: Okay, so so there is a faction of aliens on their homeworld that are in rebellion, and they're going back to Earth to get the exiled aliens to help them in their rebellion.
1: Correct. Okay because cool, cool, cool. the leader of the rebellion is has already been sent to Earth. So they're oh, like so he's already in prison. Got yeah, me. we're gonna go there, we're gonna spring him, and then we're gonna turn everything all around. <clears throat> now when we can get all the way lit. Got it. <laughs> when the guard goes back to the past to capture someone, um, there was a little girl there that was just left uh, because their mother was the host of the alien. And when they weren't able to subdue the alien without the mother dying, and so uh, uh, the, like the, I guess it's like the AI robot that Lay's like robot companion was very fascinated with the human child and didn't want to leave it there to die. So it adopted the kid. And, like, the the movie opens with, like, the fight in the past, and then they adopt the kid, and then they flash to present day, and she's, like, 10 years old, and she's very, (laughs) like—I guess, understandably, if you were raised by robot aliens that didn't really— imitate it didn't really try at all to really imitate human mannerisms so the, the when you're introduced to her she's trying to figure out what the fuck is going on because she remembers when she was a kid like the car would talk to her and shit mm. and the dude is like yo were you talking to her he's like no no i didn't, I didn't think she would remember you know it's that type ah. of shit so there's like the <laughs> dynamic between like the really serious watchdog and sort of like the ai buddy companion that he has who wants to take care of the kid and
0: that's dope. Um, I like that. That's an interesting storyline. I haven't heard, like, that's not one I've seen expounded on.
1: Right, and I really like the idea of, like, uh, an alien race that's like, yeah, we're gonna implant our prisoners in your body, and when they and when you die, they I, die with I you.
0: I assume it, it, it comes from a... The, the alien race themselves are probably immortal. Like, they don't have a natural death cycle, and so they have a extreme reverence for life, and that's why the punishment is to force... The alien uh, criminals into mortal bodies and then force them to experience death through the mortal body as the ultimate punishment. I mean, you because donezo. for an immortal being, imprisonment isn't really that much. You just create a new life in your prison. You know what I mean? Because you have no threat of death. Right. Um, and so I'm. I think I'm just putting that together. But yeah, that sounds philosophically interesting.
1: It was pretty cool. But wh- there's also like a second part to the movie, um, the part that takes place in the past where this. I don't really know what to call this dude, but this dude got like some pretty weird and interesting powers. He has this fa- he has this magical fan that summons wind, and it has drawings on it, like one of a of two cats and a sword. And he can like manifest the cats out of it, and then the cats turn into human familiars and fight for him. I'm like, what's happening, bro?
0: Okay, because uh, I think it's called a tamuji. Don't don't quote me on that. I don't speak uh, Japanese, but there's a there's a Shinto uh, legend. This movie's Korean, by the way. Oh, okay. But, yeah, a lot of the 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 Shinto travels along so yeah, similar eastern myths
1: and regions. But yeah, and all it's that uh, stuff.
0: it's um what is it? It's a uh, like a uh, a wind ferret. Uh And so um I'm not sure. Are you sure they're cats? Yeah. Or okay.
1: Yeah, they're cats. They even meow out in Korean human version. forms.
0: <laughs> but then they become humans.
1: Yeah. Like okay. he throws the fan. The cats hop out of the uh, of the fan and then they transform into pe- people and beat other people up. <laughs> It's pretty dope, man. I, I didn't. I was not expected that at all. And he can also summon a sword from it, but he was having trouble uh, uh, bringing out the sword. You know, that's like that's like movie climax shit when he's just like, ah, I can whip it out on command type shit. But it was pretty cool. It, it, I like the how they the the two stories of the past and the present sort of like they started separate, but then they interwove together. Yeah, they converge. And then came and then it ended really really well but it does look like this movie is part 1 of 2 because it ended on like a cliffhanger on a pretty big cliffhanger but,
0: okay but, alienoids
1: yeah but it was it was still pretty fun i i enjoyed it it was a it was very action packed the characters were interesting and yeah i'm it a was huge fun. fan of the Delightfully uh, weird
0: of the like the the, the high fantasy martial arts kind of like zoo warriors did you ever see that
1: yes yes i that did that was a really yes, old
0: one but and it was on like the the uh, the burgeoning of CG uh, overlaid into into the movies yeah and so a lot of people thought it was hokey, but I thought what they did was really
1: cool in Zoo Warriors but yeah I, that's the vibe I get from this Yeah it was pretty yeah but yeah I, I enjoyed alienoid but it was, it was pretty good okay. and, and that's pretty much all I saw. Um, Diablo 3 had a new season this weekend so I was checking that out. Ah boo. <laughs> it's already paid for it <laughs> they're not making any money off of it
0: but yeah uh, okay uh, is there anything interesting in what? in Diablo
1: yeah they added this new thing called the altar of rights which is a an account wide buff system where you spend the, the currency that already exists in the game you spend them to get new account wide buffs and some of them are pretty fucking ridiculous like my favorite one I well, don't say it's my favorite. A really good one is it removes um item it removes level requirements to equip, equip items. Oh, that's, so that's useful. So I have ultra <laughs> awesome. Yes. So right now my level 1 um uh, necromancer is wearing like all fucking ancient level level 70 gear without and she hasn't even started her first mission yet so nice. that's pretty cool. They also have one it's basically just n- nice buffs that really really Go go a long way into supporting your character. Like I think something like I think it was thirty five percent move speed was one of them. Um, it just free extra damage, but the downside to it is it costs a lot of fucking currency. Like it starts cheap. It's like all right, just give me, just give me five of the yellow uh, crafting mats and ten of the gold crafting mats and we're good. <laughs> all right, now <laughs> give me a rare helmet from a fucking from a a, a set piece helmet. Dang. I love a 7 said be like it slowly escalates really 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 mm-hmm. well I was going to say slowly escalates really really quickly but didn't make sense
0: no. <laughs> but yeah I can imagine uh yeah man but back when I was hard on Diablo man it was it was always one of those things like the first couple um like transmutations would be cheap mm-hmm. um but then nah, be um, <laughs> yeah. you know you uh do you remember they used to have the system where you can um take uh like the uh the eyes and the the organs and stuff and then turn them into to items.
1: Yeah.
0: Th- that was probably the only one that was like reasonable because it never went up. Like it was always the same amount, but some of those ones, man, they would get so expensive like re yeah. um, rerolling items to try to get the right uh the right uh stats on them. Psh,
1: forget oh, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. death's mean, breaths. I hated farming that shit. Thankfully, now it's um now the drops are so much better because of uh I guess because the, I'm pretty sure this is the, is the last season before Diablo Four because Diablo Four comes out in like June, mm-hmm. so I'm pretty sure this is the last season before that. But Otto says since they're since they have D two active, they might actually continue with D three seasons. But
0: yeah, I can't say why they wouldn't because it's not like because the games are different enough to where they can't repurpose the servers without just wiping them and re. Oh. That makes sense So it's like Fuck it We own these servers And the actual process Of converting them To D4 servers Is not cost effective
1: Um, Yeah That does make sense It's probably a completely Different framework
0: Yeah and so, um, yeah, I, I can imagine they would probably keep D three going. Yeah, but it, it's, it's especially because there's people who probably won't buy D four. Like Facts. they know they have enough bad Facts. bad will in the community that you know <laughs> they they better keep the, the the community that is willing to be with them. You know, you
1: feel me? Yeah, like I already owed that one, so that's why I'm like good. I could play this, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not getting D four.
0: Well, yeah. not and for it,
1: the next like four years or so. Maybe in five years.
0: And and the worst the worst part is is that you know I'm. I hear the community talking about, well, you know, with the the game breaker is the monetization, and it's like, dude, they've never monetized in a decent way. Look at Diablo Immortal, like, yeah. I mean, at some point when Wait, someone they're tells monetizing
1: D four, yeah,
0: oh yeah, There's gonna nah. be monetization
1: in D four for sure, <sighs> for sure, well, for sure, yeah. And Blizzard's really, been that,
0: really yeah. cagey about releasing what it's gonna be, and it's like, all right, man, if your monetization isn't selling me a game, then fuck you, dude. Like, I'm not interested. And yeah. So,
1: I mean, because we were there for the launch of D3 and the, oh, yeah. the debacle of the auction, the, house, I mean? the auction house. I was in that real money auction house, bro. <laughs> we were there for that debacle. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely not looking forward. And that's it's what I'm saying. It's like, we anymore.
0: know they're going to monetize it poorly. So if you're just going to play the game, then play the game. Just yeah. You just say that. But don't expect, like, well, they might they might be good on the monetization. Like, they've never done that. <laughs> they've never done that. They've never shown to be a, a company that's, that's, that's pro... And I shouldn't say never, but I'm talking about in the last like decade and a half, bro. Nah, they, can't, like they have fifteen. Nah, I would say that um, Blizzard back in World uh, Warcraft Three Days was con- was was a was a gamer oriented studio. You don't mm-hmm.
1: think in Warcraft Three Days? I never played in Warcraft Three. World of Warcraft was my first Blizzard game,
0: and even in, I would even say initially
1: <laughs> the the World of War uh, World <laughs> World of
0: Warcraft um, um, Vanilla. But once they started getting the big money, and then they got the investors, they lost all control of their ability to, to, to focus on gameplay. You know, and yeah.
1: so, I mean, it is you know what it is, man. Now. It is what it is. You know, like if they want to turn it to hey, EA, do your thing. But guess what? Well, they, they I don't buy EA They've games. already done that. You exactly. Know what I mean? They've already done that, and that's the but thing. that's like their problem. Who they learn, were, know?
0: and I'm not saying that they weren't who they were. I'm saying you have to believe someone when they tell you who they are now.
1: You yeah. know what I mean? And, and also, like, you also got to learn to recognize changes, right? Yeah. Like, th- it's that's not it. just Blizzard. Exactly it. It's not just Blizzard. The entire fucking corporate industry is moving, has been moving towards, oh, yeah. like, uh, uh, taking advantage of consumers ever since, like, the proliferation of broadband. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, and so, like, outside of indie... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say indie funded games but indie developed games indie because developed games sometimes show. um indie developed games become corporately funded and they manage to stick the landing like Last of Us. I think Last of Us no Last of Us is Naughty Dog. Yeah, no, I think they started out independent and then were picked up by Naughty Dog if I remember correctly and they did very well. You know, and a lot of games um actually I think the most popular games today are the, are just that. You know what I mean? Games that started out from indie developers get picked up by a big studio for distribution. And managed to maintain that, but yeah. corporations did. They, if they're in there from the get, they're they're sticking their dick in it, and they're not playing no games. No, they want their money, not.
1: bro. Feel like once they transition over into that, into the more modern version of the company, it's it's like, all right, guys, it was fun while it lasted. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> see I'm when heading see. out. You feel me? But yeah, that's what's up. Um, all right, yo,
0: I caught the pale blue eye, bro. Nice. What'd you think? oh my gosh dude I give it a a solid 8.5 soft nine nice I thought it was an amazing movie i I thought all the performances were very well done um the star power was well added but unneeded the story stands on itself like and I wanna I wanna definitely laud the um author of the uh, book that it's adapted from to read a poem and then create this whole fictional book Backstory, because the pale blue eye is a is an Edgar Allan Poe poem, mm. and then the book is a story of what inspired. is a fictional story about the inspiration for the poem. And I was like, that's really interestingly <laughs> that's done, dope. yeah, very well done. And then the story that you made up was very, very compelling, very compelling, greatly done. And then um, all the tidbits throughout the movie that they were that that. You saw them, and they were not hidden from you, but you didn't know the context of them yeah. until the end. I, super well done. That
1: was my favorite part of the Bot the movie. How uh, uh, it gave you all the necessary information, mm-hmm. but it presents itself as a murder mystery, but surprise, nigga, this is a revenge thriller. Yes, you feel me? Like I love that, and and I like how they gave you the entirety of the story. And then that last ten minutes—it's like it's old school Shawlans, yeah, bro. Yeah, like
0: twenty minutes, because that's what yeah, I was mean? like. Oh, there's twenty minutes left. <laughs> you know, what I'm and then it was like, oh, <laughs> oh, and that twenty kay? minutes
1: recontextualized the, the entire, entire film, bro. It's mm-hmm. so good, so yeah, man. good.
0: I love the characterization of Edgar Allan Poe. Mm, yeah. Oh he was, my goodness, he was because tough. every every single characterization I've ever seen him in fiction, where they fictionalize his character, is him as this weird dour creep and this and that. And it's like, no. He was just a poet, my man. And and he was not only a poet, he was an extremely intelligent man who had a inquisitive mind who was was very social, but he was in a um atmosphere that didn't particularly lend that well, which was the military academy. And so yeah, dude, the characterization of Edgar Allan Poe in that movie is bar none, one of my favorites. Yeah, man. Um That's... But yeah, dude, like the 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 favorite um like tidbit that they dropped in was um when Edgar opened up the book in the very beginning when he was uh, meeting with Landor, mm-hmm. and uh, the necklace dropped out, and he said, that's my daughter's necklace. Yeah. That one. Because when you find out whose necklace that is in the end, you're like, oh. you
1: lying. You lying. <laughs> got him. Got him. And, and it's so, it's, man, the whole thing is so well done. Like, even in the in the beginning when they're, um, when he goes back to the doctor and he's doing like the, let's go follow- ahead and
0: give the spoiler warning. So we talked about it last week. He gave you guys a week.
1: We going in. So when the, when the, when he goes back to the doctor and they're reviewing the autopsy mm-hmm. and he immediately finds the contusion that he made, you know what I'm saying? And he was just like, somehow you missed that. <laughs> In hindsight, yep. it adds so much more to the scenes, man. I really like it. And moreover, it was, but that scene itself was
0: a double entendre because also the doctor didn't inspect him because he knew that his children had mutilated the Yes. Body. That's the point so that I was, didn't even remember. It was, it was a double. Was, yeah. it, Landor of and he the doctor going were playing out his, each other yeah. and didn't even oh, realize so they were playing each other. That's well, so good. I don't think the doctor realized, but neither did Landor until the very end.
1: Bruh. That was crazy. Speaking of the doctor, bro, his daughter is a psycho.
0: Yes, his bro. His wife is a psycho. And that was one thing uh, at the end. I was like Edgar, she was about to fucking sacrifice you. Bro. Feel me?
1: That's that's what I was. Come like, on, come dog. On. I was like, bro, 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 come on, son. What are you talking about right now? She's gonna cut your heart out one day. Yeah, yeah. bro. Like they, it was not. It was a foregone she left conclusion. me. Yeah, nah, bro. Bro, about that love. <laughs> Feel me? You gotta. Gotta know when to walk away, Edgar. I mean, I guess maybe that's why he did the turn him the end. it was like, well, you did save my life.
0: But moreover, this is what I mean by the person who wrote the original story, which this is a pretty much one-for-one adaptation of the story. When you read The the Pale Blue Eye, it very much reflects somebody who has a masochistic type of love like that. <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah, highly recommend it. Pale Absolutely. Blue Eye was a was an absolute gem um the performances by everybody were 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 hands down great um there's a little cameo from um one of the, the characters in Ozarks the guy who played um um uh, oh, i can't remember his name um i can't remember any of their names right now uh, <laughs> but yeah he played uh the guy who the young man who married the older lady That's all I could remember about him. Wyatt. Wyatt. (laughs) Wyatt, who married Darlene, for goodness sakes. I love that show, and I can't believe I'm blanking on all their names right now. But yeah, uh, the young man who played Wyatt uh, cameoed in this as well, which he had a cool little role. Um, He was one of the soldiers that they were interviewing, um, who gave him the information about the jacket with the bars missing. Mm. Was it him? It was one of the soldiers. But he, yeah. Uh, Yeah, so, man. Very pleasantly surprised, um, and
1: the movie looks fucking stellar, man! Like, oh, the, great the cinematography shots, is amazing. The 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 locations, like everything, it looks so oh, good. The like daughter's suicide. Yeah, I was just about to say shot. that final that final that whole mountaintop right yeah. there.
0: Yeah. Um. So do you, so so. Do you think he jumped? Nah, I don't think so. No, nah, I did not think so either. I don't think so. Um. But
1: he's I, probably gonna hunt down the third dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think he was bullshitting when he told Edgar he doesn't have the energy. To <laughs> him. I think he was bullshitting, and and I was I was like, all right, thank goodness Edgar threw that shit in the fire. His confession.
1: I, I was very glad for that. I was too. very happy about that. I'd have been kind of mad about that. I mean, because it's like, what else was he supposed to? I I don't know, but bro. It, I can't and and fault I'm glad that he man. No, because know it showed how. his
0: intention. It showed the purity really? of his intention. Like, no, this wasn't about me being a murderer. This is about me ending the men who fucking violated my daughter mm-hmm. and fucked her head up so bad that she committed suicide? Yeah. Nah, B. Yo, nigga.
1: Dead what? them niggas, bro. Dead them.
0: Bro. Don't them. Yo, yo, I I am, I am. give him, I laud him from being able to come up with that plan. It wouldn't Dude. have been that, bro. Nah, get the niggas, bro. Yeah, nah. We about that's... to get a pack of niggas to go over there and go handle this shit because that's crazy. Three niggas raped
1: her? I, I, Bruh. I, I, Bruh. I'd have pretty much been, I, I cannot judge Landor at all because i have 100% done the same shit, bro. Not one bit. Anybody in my family, you do that to? I'm like, all right, for sure. Say less.
0: Listen, I can't protect everyone in the world, but stay the fuck away from my family.
1: And, right. and <laughs> if I can't protect my family, you better hope you have enough to keep me, to, get, to prevent me from getting revenge. Did you feel me? Like, there's certain things where like especially when it comes to family where like certain violations you just you got to expect certain type of some yeah. kind of reprisal for that i'm not saying that every slight gets revenge but that one oh yeah you feel me oh, like yeah. you got to expect some type of reprisal bro you wildin my nigga like them
0: niggas did but, uh, man like the i i just don't understand the mind of a rapist that thinks you're gonna get away with it bro like nah b you've made permanent enemies Act like you got enemies, nigga.
1: Like, stop it. it. Nah, it's that. Yeah, it's that. Um, I'm I'm very familiar with it. It's that. It's that false sense of security and status. You feel me? I've seen it in the army. When niggas get, when when niggas get, and it was rank. Yup, it was just that. Niggas get rank and think that they can't get slapped in the face because they got rank. You'd be be like, all right.
0: Listen, keep pushing. Anybody (laughs) can get touched. You feel me? Keep pushing. Anybody. But yeah, dude. And so yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like the the movie was so good, like it, it it got me, you know what I mean? Like I was watching the movie, just intrigued the whole time, and then you see that, and then you get invested into yeah. it, and then you see the the, the vengeance come through. Like
1: like you're trying to solve the mystery, yeah. and then they're just they're introducing new characters, and you're like, Okay, how are they related? Okay, how are they related? All mm-hmm. right, all right? I knew the mother was crazy off rip. Bruh. Psych. The mother was crazy off rip. Absolute psych. First of all, I didn't like the mom because I felt like She was needlessly hostile, bro. Like, the first time you meet her, she has this false civility where she's just saying all this wild shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like... Nigga, I don't know you. Why you asking me questions about my wife? But shout out to Landor for being well composed yo, and like... The,
0: yo, Landor's composure is feel me? second to none. You know what
1: I'm saying? Fucking doing the Neo one-hand deflection on all of them shits like masterfully. Oh, he hit him with the Neji 64 <laughs> yeah, you tri-gram me? technique, nigga? Yeah, you gotta deflect all that shit and masterfully just like... Well, it's you know. ultimate defense, bro. There's only a few of them out there and I got one. But I, I would have never suspected she was that crazy. <laughs>
0: no, I did not see the, 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 the occultist turn. I did
1: not know she was that wild bruh but yeah yes my children bruh i mean but i guess that's just like
0: i i definitely suspected the doctor once i saw that his daughter was ill i was like oh this nigga's some weirdo shit now he's
1: now he's got a motive right here yeah
0: (laughs) yeah now he's got a motive um i definitely didn't expect like him to have to to be a descendant of the guy that pepe was talking about like this nigga even though i did they flashed just to a second to the book on his shelf I was like, that book doesn't belong there. <laughs> Instantly saw that shit, bro. That's but that funny. Be, that, I think that habit of Curiosity has got me sensitive towards these tomes. You know what I mean? I'd be seeing them. This should be catching my eye you now because of that episode. of the, Like, uh, yo,
1: yeah. your book looks too fancy and old, bro. What's going on Yeah, I mean, don't that?
0: nobody put that much work into a single you book no me? more. What's going on with that? Got yeah. all the spells in that bitch. Telling you. Well, consorting with the devil's not always evil yes it is nigga <laughs> shut
1: up yes it is that sounds like something an evil person who's consorting yep, with the devil would exactly say.
0: I'm like nigga you sound like somebody consorting with the devil right now
1: what the hell
0: But yeah, dude. pale blue eye well worth the watch even yeah. if you haven't seen it before the spoilers I'm pretty sure that that the performances and the cinematography hold that movie up on their own. Well, so absolutely. even knowing what happens. It's and even still if you
1: watch. do know the twist, it's a twist that enhances the movie. Yeah. I feel me? It, unfortunately, you won't get to experience the first time like, Oh shit. But you still, I, I don't think that it takes away from how good the movie it is. Even knowing the twist.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that that one landed super solid with me. Um but you know what else I caught? Hmm. Um I watched some more stand up. Now oh, I'm a nice. fan of I some even, more.
1: Man, that's a blast from a past. I haven't heard her name in a while.
0: Oh dude, she you know what it is? It's that she performs abroad mostly. She travels out of the US to to perform. Um, and so yeah, dude, I'm a big fan of her. She was, I've always been a fan of her since um Queens of uh, Queen's of Comedy and uh yo, she killed it. She yeah, killed S- it. Really good, mature black comedy. And one thing I love about Samore is that she knows how to roast a nigga without making you feel like trash. Yeah you know I mean, like a lot of niggas they roast you and they roast you in a way and you're just like, that's just scathing, bro. That's just gonna leave marks. Like, don't talk to me after this. Right. Samore was like, she Cars, made jokes car rides about the
1: quiet as fuck going home.
0: Oh yeah. And yeah. then and and Samore knows how to to poke fun at, at the culture and at people without making it like a scathing cut. And I find that far more entertaining. You know what I mean? Like, it, it it was really good. It was really good. I highly recommend checking that out. Um, you know her her subject matter was was the entire gamut of black experience. You know what I mean? Um, and and I think that's part of part of her shtick is that it is palatable for even if if you're vaguely you know uh, uh entertained by African American comedy, then she makes it palatable. You know what I mean? Because not everybody could rock with the Carlos Millers. You know what I mean? Like, outside the culture, it might not be as palatable. You know what I mean? Because he speaks very viscerally of the experience of being black. Some more smooths that over really well. I do love that about her. And so, yeah, highly recommend checking that out. If you got some time, you want to get a couple chuckles in? <laughs> she 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 will definitely provide. That's for sure. You know, it's, it's some more that woman is aged very well. That's all I'll say. She has aged like the finest of grapes. That <laughs> you don't know, don't I mean? crack, baby. It don't. It don't. You won't see not a crack on there. But yeah, dude, definitely check out some more's um um standout given the opportunity. But yeah, let's go ahead and jump on into some of these here topics. Um, there wasn't a whole lot going on, but bro, this shit was hilarious to me. So you know, Hasbro between Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons has been having um quite the beginning of the year. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to Magic the Gathering, you know, it's a it's a trading card game that has, you know, over 30 plus years of um, of cards that have been released. And the older cards have a certain vintage status to them, which drives up price and all that stuff. And Hasbro at one point or Wizards of the Coast, I believe, before they became a subsidiary of Hasbro said that they would not reprint those cards so that the secondhand market can retain their value. Hasbro is like, nigga, there's money on the table. What the fuck you talking about? Feel me. So they reprinted that shit, of course. <gasps> mm-hmm. um, and because of the huge disparity between the older crowd that has those vintage cards and collects collects them, and the newer crowd of young people who are just interested in getting that, you know what I mean, being able to break into that. Because the problem with that old vintage market, it is absolutely insular, and there's almost it's like a nine thousand dollar. A barrier to entry to try to even fuck around with you know collectors who have power nine and stuff like that, and so younger people feel very ostracized by that community. Obviously, there's no way that most people with a sane mind are going to try to break into that community this late in the game. And so when Hasbro reprinted it, the young people bought it up, flooded the market, and now the vintage collectors had no way of of maintaining their value. (laughs) And uh, that sucks. I mean, I I really... Fuck those niggas. Um, Not because they're assholes about it, because those cards are not worth $9,000. You know what I mean? It's all just their own personal uh, uh, circle jerk. And the fact of the matter is is that those cards are used in certain play. And so now you've created barriers to entry where people cannot play in those tournaments because they cannot get access to unproxied versions of those cards. And so they've ruined a play scene now that is very fun, for their fake little, you know, uh, 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 collector's club. And it's like, dude, I'm not mad that you guys own those cards and they collect them. But if you make it impassable for people to get into it, you're you're ruining a whole format of play. That's not cool. But anyway, that's just my personal um um kick on that. So they've been dealing with that, um, with the massive upheaval in that, and then there was the whole thing with D&D and trying to pretty much uh corral the D D uh IP so that they can monetize it, um, including the stuff that third party creators have made with their with their um with their characters. Um and so they had uh, a recent quarterly earnings call and boy oh boy needless to say um guys you didn't hurt the pockets they are making money hand over fist and What's worse is, is that they prior to the earnings call, they, they did a, a PR um, campaign to get feedback from the community on what's been going on. And overwhelmingly, people are like, you know what? We really don't like the release schedule of what you're doing. Like it's, it's, it's oppressive to people who, who are trying to to keep up with it in standard. And while, yes, you've broken open the vintage market, You've made standard now insurmountably expensive to get into because of how quickly the cards cycle out. And then you add in now cards into standard from not core block sets. You know what I mean? So there's side releases now that you have to keep up with if you want to have the most effective cards for whatever deck you're playing. So it's very expensive. And so Hasbro was like, we hear you guys. And we're bringing this to the earnings call. And so they brought it up in the earnings call, and you know what their response was? We will not stop printing or producing anything until they stop buying. Sounds and so fair. and 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 it's so funny because uh, that's what I keep trying to tell people. Like, guys, sense. you have to vote with your fucking dollars. You're gonna have to choose whether you're going to support them to abuse you in the game that you play or find alternative ways to play. But you can't just keep giving them your money, expect them to not keep doing what they're doing. Because all the information they're getting back is that, but you're buying it. But you're buying it. Okay, it's too much. But are you going to buy it? And if you're going to buy it, I'm sorry, but you can't expect them to do anything else but put it out there. And so, yeah, dude, Hasbro has definitely, like... the And, and that was the thing, is that prior to this, it was... The fact that they had so much community engagement about these these um, issues now and prior to that, people thought, no, there's no way that they would do that. Like if they actually heard our voices <laughs> and they knew what we wanted, they would they would they would respond. And everyone is sitting here there acting is. like it's an issue of no. We just got to get the message to Hasbro, and I'm like, the only message they get is in green dollar signs, bro. And if you're not if you're going to keep handing them Money, the only message you're going to get is, is that they're doing the right thing. And, I, and, and that's a terrible way to, to situate yourself, but that is what's happening. you know. And this earnings call did everything to prove to the community that, guys, you, you're making it worse for yourself by not making a stand. No one's saying never play Magic again. No one's saying stop playing it with your friends. But you need to stop patronizing it on the level that you are. Proxy cards are 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 easy peasy. You know what I mean. Stop buying four of every card. Buy one proxy out the rest, so you can show you have a real one, so that the proxies have validation. You know what I mean? Like create your own culture because these people, these people are just going to keep on trying to rape your pockets. And that's and 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 as long as you know we keep on saying that you know, and by saying when I, when I say we keep saying by as long as we keep purchasing, we're telling them we're gonna take it you know what i mean and so yeah dude dude, i this is why i've had to exit that scene as as uh as somebody who used to partake in it relatively heavily like i've been to pro tour qualifiers i was a ranked player you know what i mean i have dci cards going back three decades like you know i liked the game but what i won't be is abused And when I saw how they were choosing to take their marketing after they got bought by Hasbro, and then not just that, but the the overall toxicity of the community around it, I realized, oh, you guys don't realize you're the only ones who can change this through your consumption habits. And if you guys are being this toxic right now, there's nothing that's going to change.
1: People also have to remember that people that want change are probably in the minority you feel me i'm sure it's not a big enough problem for a lot of people because they just continue doing what they're doing even if they do complain about it they complain about it and continue to go by you know what i'm saying like people like you and i who have Mm the the actual uh uh, willpower to abstain are absolutely in the minority that's really Mm -hmm. the problem
0: yeah, we have to... And America has to deal with its addictive personality. Yep. Because there's no reason why why people can't do exactly what I just said. Like, the proxy culture is absolutely the answer to this. Because the problem is, is that the casual players, which is the vast majority of Magic players, sink the money into it. The, Magic doesn't make money off of the, the tournament players. Those tournaments break even, and... And the money that they make comes off of the vendors and what the vendor pays to be present because the vendor makes a ton of money as well. So the issue is, is like if casual players would pay more attention to their consumption habits, that would that would go a long way to fixing this. But America has an addictive personality and the casual players are not paying attention to what they're doing enough to realize like, oh, you're being manipulated especially because they don't watch the community and they're not aware of the news and what's going on. So they just think it's just cards and it's just packs of cards. It's like, yeah, but they're designing those packs of cards in such a way as to incite addictive behaviors. Why are the card packs random? You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. You you know what I mean? As soon as you start realizing, like, oh, anytime they randomize something it's because they're trying to partake in an addictive... Uh, personality disorder that is prevalent in a lot of people in America, you you know, it becomes, it it becomes obvious as to like, oh, okay, so is there a market in which I can buy singles? There is? Then why the fuck would anyone ever buy random cards? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, the the entire system is set up to be predatory. And it's designed, and it's being marketed to kids, which is probably the worst part. You know what I mean? It's getting
1: them when they're at the most susceptible to it. That's funny. You just described like, 90% Ninety percent of American corporations.
0: Yeah, and that's what I mean. Um, that, because the American corporations realize that this country has an addictive personality. That shit don't work in places like Jamaica. I mean, it's
1: not just that they realize they're actively creating it and fomenting it. You yes. feel me? It's, yes. it's it's not like oh shit. Guess what? It's like nah. Let's oh, let's make these be, niggas addicted to oh, our shit using science. The worst
0: part is is that through psychological study, they realize that this can this this propensity that all humans have. Can be exacerbated, and that's the difference. You know what I mean? In other countries, they don't exacerbate the addictive yeah. parts of humans' personalities. See, in, in America, they monetize that shit.
1: In other countries, they make laws saying that you can't do that. In America, mm-hmm. they make laws deregulating those they laws, making so sure you can that they do can do that. Do that. <laughs> there used to be, you used to be, you couldn't advertise to children. Oh yeah, feel me. Mm-hmm. And the corporation was like, "Yo, we're missing out on a fuck ton of money. Yep. Why not doing this? So let's work and get that law changed." You know who did that, right? I don't remember, but Fox. Yeah, yeah, it, it was some. It was Fox creation. Yep. They were the ones who wanted to, uh,
0: take over children's programming from Disney because prior to that, Disney was the one distributing to all the networks, and they were working with like Hanna Barbera and all of them. And now, Fox was like, Nah, B. Nah, be. And I can't remember which IP it was that caused the big split, but there was a there was a particular IP that, that and I want to say it was Ducktales, or mm-hmm. one of those. Um, which is why they ended up making their spinoff Darkwing Duck. But, when um, there's
1: trouble, you call DW.
0: Which, I did love me some Darkwing Duck. That was my jam back in the day. I am the
1: terror that flaps in the night. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, that's the
0: shit. Yeah. Bro, his whole, his, and then the Duck family, you know what I mean? He had all of the superheroes that would, would join him up, and that was that was a good show. But, um, yeah, man, Fox is the one who, who I liked, I liked pushed the for the that I like the robo duck with
1: the uni-wheel. Yeah, uh, uh, Robo-Duck. Was that his actual name? Yeah. God damn, niggas mm-hmm. didn't even try. <laughs> oh, shit. I just gave a description of the character. That's his name. Pretty much,
0: but you know, creativity is never was on the back seat to getting those. Yeah, back those in the day, it was all about
1: <laughs> merchandising and selling yep. toys, right?
0: And and it was and it was definitely a RoboCop parody. You know what I mean? He, he oh, was supposed true. to be Hell a RoboCop yeah. parody. That's
1: right. But yeah.
0: Um, Hasbro, man, proving to the community that they aren't worth their fucking time
1: and effort, man. I mean, at this point, people should be used to that, right? At this point, people should be looking for the exception of companies that don't do that and focus on that shit, you feel me? Because that's normal. Mm-hmm. That it, it, That is the culture that we're doing. Technically, they're not doing every, anything wrong because everybody's doing it. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't agree with that. Everybody could be doing something wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I feel you, but... I'm talking about from their perspective. Okay, like yeah, I'm I'm not saying that I agree uh, with it. I'm not encouraging yeah. them to do it. I'm not making like a you know what I'm saying? It's not a value judgment on whether or not it's right or wrong. I'm saying from their perspective, yeah, it would be foolish of us to not do something everybody else is doing, doing and money. then lose money in the process.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, once again I, I feel like that's a culture issue. Like Americans yeah. have no they they it's also they a value the culture money too. Above, yeah, they value money above everything. You know what I mean? And so if it's making the money though how much are you gonna fine me for doing this? Pretty are you gonna much. take all my money? Because if not
1: if you have enough money, a fine is just the cost of doing business.
0: Yeah. Oh well, wait, wait. there's a phrase. Um uh it's something about um anything that is regulated by fines is just uh to stop poor people from doing it. Something of like that nature. But yeah, that's essentially what the what the outcome is. Is that whenever you just tack a fine on something, it's just something that poor people are are diverted from doing.
1: Yep. So yeah, look, we're in the we're deep into the consumer society. You feel we're me? Deep in that we're ship. deep in it. It ain't going nowhere. We're the belly. <laughs> Find the companies that f- work for you. Patronize them. Fuck all the rest. Feel me? Remember what you asked me last year mm-hmm. about uh, uh, what what am I looking for to corporations? I was like, I don't give a fuck about none of them niggas. You feel me? Like I know that they. I know why they exist. Mm -hmm. and because i know why they exist i know how they're going to go about doing their business and i know that clashes with how i view things so unfortunately it doesn't clash with every american you feel me some americans it is that is totally fine what they're doing and they don't mind like they're not being inconvenienced by all the bullshit that the companies are doing so you know if it don't work for you find a solution as
0: as they say there's no ethical consumption under capitalism feel me and 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 it's it's true like you got and a and cell a, and phone, nigga? Fact, this leads us into the next story, bro. Fucking they're finding out now that huge swaths of our food industry is run by child immigrant labor. And it's not even like, and it's and it's not the 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 it's not the uh the actual picking and harvesting. They're using kids in the processing. So, yeah, I saw like, the article. It was a huge like, uh... amount of processed foods that are using child immigrant labor. And I'm like, "Yo, this is a thing again?" But this is the byproduct of those those camps that they were making. That this is the byproduct of those camps that they were that they were caging those kids in. Where do you think these immigrant kids are coming from? The this is the byproduct of that. And boy oh boy, man, is this a bipartisan fuck up, man. This shit is nasty, dude. And 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 it just shows how embedded the corporations are with the government because that is a government subsidized program which is the detaining of immigrant children at the border feeding labor into an illegal system into this country the government yo we we have a full-on third world country here bro when the government is caging children at the border and feeding them into a system that within their own legal system is not permissible. Nigga, we had a country at one point. I don't... Man, this this place, it really fucking blows my mind how how little critique the average American has of the shit that goes on and is subsidized by their tax dollars. And that's the thing. You can't talk about, well, I, nothing I could do about it. Nigga, you pay taxes, right? Well then, you better go, motherfucking vote. You better go do something. You better go m- motivate someone because if you're not, if you're not, if you're not somehow in 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 connection to how your money that you give to the government is being spent, that's that's bad. But it's an it's a whole other thing now when the government is is. Feeding your tax dollars into things like wars in Ukraine and 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 forcing child labor into into processed food factories when we can't even give clean water to the people of Jackson and Flint. You know what I mean? Like, there's really some ser- can't. they're unwilling to. Yes. 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 They're unwilling to do that. You know, they're about to send more money to Ukraine right now. And then Biden gets up on the fucking podium and has the temerity to say we need to help rebuild their infrastructure. When we have fucking trains falling off the tracks left and right in this country, and this nigga don't got nothing to do but put Booty Judge up in front of that motherfucking mic Mike to sit there and make an ass of himself. It's sick, bro. It's sick. Like, the idea that that is how a nation functions... Bro, you know, where the aliens at, bro? Hey, something's got to give because we we're going to we're going to destroy this 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 thing. We're going to destroy this world. I mean, we're, we are we are galvanizing every living human into this fucking capitalist system of production that is going to destroy our planet. Do you understand that all of this processed food is w- is what helps drive the necessity for, for the massive amount of, uh, of oil that we consume in this country, moreover, the massive amount of emissions. Like, our atmosphere, man, Jesus Christ, man, it is in such peril. Like, people have no clue how terrible the air is over most of the land in this world. Yo, you, there is not a single city in this country that, that doesn't have major, major atmospheric issues due to their emissions not a one and it's 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 really problematic you know and it, it it's 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 a, such a large and complex problem that i understand why people feel like individually they they there's nothing they can do but that's because they've been uh you know disabused of the knowledge about civil disobedience about actually doing like Speaking of civil disobedience, I love this shit. People like Pelosi, who sought to deregulate all of these industries and who pushed a lot of that legislation through on the Democratic side, they're starting to get harassed in public. So, you know, it's been very popular for people to, like, shout at uh, Ted Cruz and um, who's the other asshole, Uh, uh, George Santos and Marjorie Taylor Greene and all of them. They get harassed in public all the time, but that's because the republics are openly despicable people. But now people are starting to say, you know what, fuck all of that identity shit. Fuck all of that nice, you know, we're here to help you bullshit. Nancy, you're part of the problem. And moreover, if I see you in public, I'm yelling at you, which I think is completely reasonable. When you go out of your way to fuck over so many people, if the worst thing that they're going to do is yell at you when you sit down in public... Listen, you're lucky. You made it out lucky on that one. Because let me tell you, Pelosi and Feinstein and Schumer and all those guys have pushed so much warmongering and and police fucking uh uh uh, and, uh police um um they've they've inflated all of the budgets of of the police in their in their jurisdictions. Like, nah, B. It's cool, it's cool. I'm glad to see that at very least there's a few people out there who are getting to the point where like nah, someone's gonna have to hear about this shit. And if it, if if all I could do is yell into the ether at you, fine. But that's that's at least it's more than nothing because at very least, I don't know. It's probably just gonna force them into a position to where they like go behind. Uh, get, they get more police. You know what I mean? Because that's their mo. And then. They start to uh, to to like clear out places before politicians come in and stuff like that. That's probably what they're gonna do. Instead of saying, "Hey, you know what? We're pissing our constituency off. Let's not do that."
1: Let's just make laws so that they can't bitch when they're pissed. Yeah,
0: the legit, the litigiousness of Western culture. Gosh, man, it's fucking terrible. Because you're right. Fuck changing. Fuck doing the right thing. When I can make a law to stop you from being mad at me That makes far more sense in my eyes And it's like or, It's far
1: more cost and time efficient y-
0: Yeah yeah. Because capitulating to other people God forbid That means that you're going to be held responsible For doing something about your behavior And lord knows that ain't going to happen Because yeah. those, those politicians I mean, man are completely unaccountable
1: But it's one of those things where like You know You don't think you're wrong Them niggas is wrong we feel like the niggas are trying to stop me from doing what I want to do. They're wrong.
0: <laughs> and, and and that's the that's the worst part, is is like, you know, all because what people are mad at them for doing is like regulating uh 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 corporations, taking kickbacks from those corporations to not regulate them, and then trading on the knowledge of what's going on because they're the ones who know where the regulations are coming and aren't going to be. That's why people are like, "Yo, my nigga, wow! How many fucking rules are you gonna break at once?" You know what I mean? It's crazy. But none if I change
1: the rules.
0: Not if I not if I can change them, bitches. If I change
1: all the rules, I ain't breaking none.
0: Or, or I can I can prevent rules from being made when I've invented new forms of malfeasance. That's another thing that they do is that they prevent. Because a lot of uh, what they do is based off of very advanced and modern stock trading techniques, ones that didn't exist when the original rules were in place. So all they have to do now is prevent those rules from ever getting put in place. And they've created a fucking spigot of wa- of of money that just will never be closed on them. It's fucking crazy. and And yeah, so people are getting tired of that shit. And I am glad to see that there there is a constituency or there's a small demographic of people who are, but they're not we're not effective. you know we sit here, we speak about it, we let people fight effectively, know, but man. it's not effective that's the thing you know what i mean it doesn't it doesn't get any change, you know, and that's the crazy part about this information age is that we're at a critical mass of being able to communicate with each other, but we can't coalesce around any worthwhile ideas you know what i mean like hey i don't like you you don't like me but we both know that we can live independently of each other if we can get it, get these motherfuckers you know mean out of power and that's the part that 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 really kills me about the the populist right and the left is like listen no one's calling for genocide so if we're going to have to live in this country together at least let's find ways to not have to deal with each other. The you argument know what I mean?
1: is too rational, way too many words. Like that will never work on the right. No. Never. And by design, as you always say, it's by design, though. It's way too many it's words. By design. Way too rational. You feel me? They're just gonna respond with some sort of insult.
0: But you know, and 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 as much as it's by design, um, I will say this. Recently, uh the Trump organization has come under heavy lawsuits from the federal government and more so fox news has been <laughs> coming under heavy assault
1: at two brutus at
0: two but the and what i what what i find very uh interesting is that what we all knew was happening we all knew that behind the scenes they knew it was a lie and that and that they were pushing An agenda because they had a man in power that they could use for ratings. And so we all knew that. But the investigation now has the emails, the text messages. Like, niggas, how are people getting caught on emails and text messages still? I don't understand that shit. It's
1: just being too
0: comfortable. Bro, they have group chats of these niggas talking about it. Entire group chats with Laura Ingram, <laughs> Hannity, and Tucker Carlson talking about the fake news that they're making.
1: Yeah, it's because motherfuckers be comfortable. You know? they, they went through all that trouble of creating their their sanctuary. You know what I'm saying? Who the fuck is on guard in their sanctuary? I don't make no goddamn sense. <sighs> Superman? I don't know. you the only <laughs> nigga I know who's ready to fight in the fortress of Zion. Pretty much him and Batman are the only ones yeah. that got trapped
0: there. And that's because Batman is a paranoid schizophrenic.
1: <laughs> you but nah, like. Yeah, it, it's 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 really sad that shit the shit goes down like that. But you, <laughs> you gotta you gotta <laughs> no,
0: only aliens and mentally ill people gotta are read ready to leaves, fight in their man. sanctuaries.
1: You Gotta read the tea leaves, man.
0: <laughs> but yeah, dude. So we all knew this was happening. But I find it very interesting now that the Justice Department now has the the verifiable proof that this is what they were doing. And the problem for them is that that is actually illegal. Well. It's all good and dandy if you're just reporting. It is no longer good and dandy when you're openly lying to people under the guise of news.
1: Um, but but the, sometimes as the um, As like the investigators Sometimes you gotta do that though Sometimes you gotta give them an rope to hang themselves yes. Simply because of how the system works mm-hmm. They have enough power and influence to wiggle out of it So you need to get them to fully commit And have the proof that they fully committed mm-hmm. In order for you to even have a chance Of doing anything Because trust me they, they will wrap that shit up in court And have it go nowhere and just waste a fuck ton oh, of your y- money
0: You know what's gonna happen right
1: You know what's gonna Dumb. happen
0: They're gonna, They're gonna They're gonna Oh, it's Hannity's fault. The corporation will take <laughs> no responsibility. They'll say it's Hannity, Tucker, and Ingram. Take, oh, it's all their fault. And they'll be on the hook. And that's why you never be a fucking patsy for a corporation. Because you will be sacrificed on the altar of their continued business. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah, nothing's going to happen to Fox That's fair, News. though. They,
1: the corporations gave them plenty of money. You know what I mean? They, Absolutely. They gotta get, the corporations got to get something back at some point.
0: I guess, but... I mean, they did it under the 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 direct uh um uh they were given orders from Fox News to do this, you know what i mean it wasn't it It wasn't their idea, even though they all colluded to make it happen, which is like, dude, that's the worst. Well, never get your team together to 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 work towards someone else's goal like that <laughs> like that's not smart,
1: you know well, let's just hope the evidence actually does something against an entity with that much money. You feel I me? Mean? Because this oh, is America. I'm saying.
0: It won't do anything to Fox.
1: This they're is just gonna, America.
0: They're going to they're gonna sell all those motherfuckers. Why do you think Bill O'Reilly got off the air? Because he realized that what they were doing is going to come back on him in the end. I thought it was
1: a, a lawsuit they fired because of sexual harassment.
0: N- that nigga, what? Nigga, look up the suits, bro. Them shits, they ain't pay out nothing. <laughs> he ain't pay out shit for no sexual harassment.
1: No, but I'm talking about why he could get off the show. I'm not talking about payment oh. or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? I thought that he got, it was sexual no, harassment. harassed one too many people. Yo, Billo, yo, you think Papa
0: Bear's leaving because of some bitches? I mean, I do remember <laughs> seeing, I do remember seeing that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, it was it was news, yes, but that's not, nothing forced him to to leave because of that. Yeah. Dude, they, they slander each other all the fucking time. You know what I mean? Like, dude, uh, uh, Matt Lauer, you know what I mean? He be doing shit still. He he left NBC. You know what I mean? But See,
1: right here. Bill O'Reilly resigned as the uh, reigned as the top thing, and he was forced out after disclosure of a series of sexual allegations against him in an internal investigation that turned up even more in No, but that's—listen,
0: that's the story. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, okay. that's just what they're saying. Like, gotcha, no one gotcha. says—no one knows why he resigned, because technically— no one saw, no one was in that, that that office. He beat those cases. Why would you resign if you beat the cases? Those cases went to court and nobody got paid out. Who resigns when, when you're beating the cases? No, you probably resign because you didn't want to, but yo, everyone's talking shit about him because they can. But yo, I've, I've never seen somebody walk when you're beating the case. Unless you want to leave. Unless you're like, you know what? This heat ain't worth it. <laughs> this heat ain't worth it because all y'all niggas about to get in trouble I can't I'm I'm gonna sitting here digging myself into deeper holes nah y'all niggas could go ahead with that because the timing was too suspicious but that's just my opinion nonetheless shit's gonna get shit's coming down on all of those anchors who are sitting there spewing out the the lies that Fox News is telling them to say and Fox News has all those lawyers to to run circles around it but who's going to defend them who's going to defend them as individuals because the federal government's going to put suit against all of them
1: i mean the benefit of that is you don't actually want anyone to defend them you actually want them to go yeah, down in yeah, yeah, the fall of flame so it doesn't matter who defends them as long as it's not someone good facts
0: but yeah so this also was coming you know who else is getting in trouble trump's lawyers all the ones who kept making the lawsuits and just running the election lawsuits, like, hey, we're suing Dominion, we're suing, you're, you're, you've rigged these machines. And all those niggas, the um, uh, Habba and uh, oh, who's the crazy old lady? Dang, I don't remember her name. <laughs> she was crazy though. She said she was releasing the Kraken, bruh. They all get sued, and I think that the uh, the total amount that they're being um, sued by the DOJ for is like nine hundred thousand dollars. So it's nothing like Man, that ain't shit. Cr- it's nothing crazy for them, but the fact that if they lose that's going to put them because they can get disbarred for that they can get uh disbarred for abusing the courts the issue uh that also comes up with this is that the judge who's presiding over it also made a a statement about the court's inability to deal with the fact that it is designed to be abused this way which uh uh uh, a statement like that from a judge, a federal judge, would probably make it to the Supreme Court for review, which means if it gets to the Supreme Court for review— Now, we know that the Supreme Court already knows this. They're not unaware of the fact that the court is susceptible to abuse from, from litigious um, people. You know what I mean? But it, now they're going to be forced to look at it because no one's complained to them about it who is of the stature that they would have to listen to. And so now that there's a federal judge who's saying, hey, the court, the court knowingly has flaws in it that make it able to be abused in ways that the court has already stated it is not to be used. It is incumbent upon us to now create policy and procedure to deal with that. And now that hurts. That hurts people like Trump. That hurts them bad because they get away with a ton of shit because they're able to use the courts as a weapon. You know what I mean? And so it'll be very interesting to see if um, any movement happens on that, because if they can shut that down, that that goes a long way to helping. I don't I don't want to save corporate culture, but as long as we have to live under it. It'll go a long way to preventing it from being as abusive to people as it is, because that would also stop corporations from from targeting individuals with like mass DMCA's. Without showing due diligence you know it would help it would help prevent um very disparately powerful entities from taking advantage of the courts in that way and uh that would be nice that would be nice i mean it it doesn't affect me personally but i could definitely see how creators content creators can benefit from this and a lot of other um people who who are in a production realm who have to deal with like all right I have X amount of 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 leeway to operate in my field, because if not, I can I can be hit with 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 massive amounts of of, of lawsuits, and even if those lawsuits are unba- are, un, uh, are are not based on on uh, validity, I don't have the money to fight them, and because the court the court is set up in such a way that if you show up. Or you, or, or you don't have representation, and you can't properly fight your case, you lose, period. It's automatically weighted against you. The judge will rule against you, period. So you can't not show up, and you can't show up unable to defend yourself. Which means I don't have to, you don't have to do anything for someone to target you as a defendant. You know what I mean? And so if they can fix that, that would be huge. That would be huge. And also, that might stop police from like doing um mass traffic violations like type, type stuff because if there's if the officer can't show due diligence for all of the cases that that are being brought up under their jurisdiction that also might 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 fall under this like spurious suits you know forcing people into court who can't defend themselves or are are unable to to uh to appear like uh, a lot of um, a lot of uh, uh, um, police officers love when out of towners get in trouble, because the likelihood of them showing back up to court is nil. They got to go home, and then court's not going to be for months. And it's like a lot of people can't transport back uh, back and forth like that. These kind of things are also fall fall under that purview, you know. So hopefully, you know, stopping spurious uh, 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 use of the courts is a huge thing. Because you know, as I said, we live in a litigious country. People love to talk about like what's going on legally, and it's like, dude, most of that shit shouldn't even be existent. The law is is pretty well defined, to say the least. You know what I mean? We're not working with with a lot of uh, uh, things that are unprecedented these days. There are new things, typically in the realm of technology, that might create new new um new paradigms, but for the most part. Especially when it comes to, to all of these, these uh, uh, um, unnecessary lawsuits that come down from people like Trump and all that stuff. There's no way to defend that. But yeah, that I think will be interesting. But yeah, there's a lot of knock-on ramifications for them to actually, once they actually start holding people accountable for stuff. You know what I mean? That's why they fight so hard to never be held accountable. Because once you start, slippery road. But yeah, uh, what else has been going on? uh yeah, and we'll we'll wrap up with this one since since uh the theme is is the, the crumbling uh uh governance structure of this country, child mortality rates around the world have been skyrocketing, obviously, um through the pandemic, wars um and due to climate change there and the lack of distribution of food based on the word famine has hit a lot of places. You want to guess where where America lands and in infant mortality?
1: I imagine it's not very good.
0: We're in the top 3 in the world for infant mortality, bro. There's third-world nations that are doing better with their infant mortality than we are, and they their medical systems run by NGOs and random acts of kindness. That
1: explains it then. It's our, crazy. our medical system is run by capitalism.
0: Dude, we have a trillion dollar medical industry that can't even deliver babies. It's it's because sickness. that's not
1: its purpose. It's always important to remember why something was created and what it was built for. You feel me? Our current medical system is built to take money out of your pockets, not to get your health
0: better. And it astounds me that that like people still engage with it. Like, I get it. Yes, there's there's a certain level that you do have to engage with it. Um, if you have any kind of, of, of medical issue that needs to be attended to. But you should still be engaging with it as a money making entity. You know what I mean? A money making entity that can possibly help you, but is not primarily there to help you. And people and when I try to get that point across to people, they don't they don't hear that shit. But I'm like, bro But
1: again I guess, there, you gotta uh, there has to be a certain acceptable number of people who won't get what you say when you say it, you know what I mean? You won't yeah. be able to convince everyone, you know what I'm saying? You just got to put the information out there. If they pick it up, great. If they don't, you know what I'm saying? You can lead a horse to, w- to water, but you can't make them drink.
0: Yeah, and then and then the worst part is you look at the demographic breakdowns, and it's like, you know, infant mortality with white people is like 4.4%. Infant mortality with Hispanic people is like around 6 Infant mortality for black people ten point two percent by design, and it's just like, man, the disparities are crazy, and then the worst part is is like nah there's there's no way that it's just racism, and then they do <laughs> no no no, and then you know, I was like, you know what, let's look at the numbers, let's see what the what the what the numbers are saying, let's see Sunny. what the what the testimonials are saying, let's see what's going on, and then you look at the statistics and it's like, oh no. These women aren't being cared for. The care isn't there. Like the amount of 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 oh, testimonial that you see coming back from women who like had botched uh, uh, um, epidurals, who've had who whose nurses were unattentive to what they were doing. It's sick, bro. It's sick. And then and then they wonder why black people are like yo can I at least just get a black doctor. You know what I mean? Because at least I know if she's just being a shitty doctor, she's being a shitty doctor. But at least she's not being a racist on top of that. Because it blows my mind. Like, the fact that doctors are okay with that. Like, if I would, you know, I don't know. As a doctor, if in my profession, I saw that such a high percentage of people were incapable of, of performing their job properly... I would feel it was incumbent on me to address my patients with the knowledge of that. You know what I mean? Listen, I'm not saying that childbirth is easy. But people give birth, squeeze, bear hugging a tree. You know what I mean? Like there is childbirth is not something that should end in the death of the mother or the child. That is that is an anomaly. Typically, you know, we're designed for this. This is supposed to be something that is painful but capable of being done. And the fact that we have such high infant mortality in a controlled environment with doctors, boy. I mean, we we could just look at, like, look at South American nations. Like, at least they can, you know what I mean? They don't have the most prolific infrastructures, but their infant mortality, they can at least deliver babies of all things. Like, that's, like, literally, I think the very most basic thing that a medical system should be providing. Because the the likelihood of someone needing to engage with the medical system is variable throughout their lifetime. But it's very high propensity of people to have children. That's like a life goal for a very large portion of the population. And so the idea that you can't satisfy at least that is, is kind of wild to me you know and that and that it's not that you can you won't it's not that our medical system can't provide you know what i mean proper proper um prenatal and 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 uh pregnancy care they won't and that's the fucked up part and so yeah we'll leave that with you guys uh w- we will talk to you on the next one. If you enjoyed the show, please feel free to subscribe to us. You can find us on Patreon or on Anchor.fm. You could also find us on social media, on Twitter at Karee underscore T and at Home Heron. You could also find us on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast and at Heron's Homies. And
1: you can find me on Instagram at RicoGVO. And
0: always remember, guys, time's only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly will learn from. Thanks again for joining us and have a great one. Peace out. Take it easy.